0: Creativity for the society the, the process, process. podcast. Process. Built built the the gives me the fizz. That's right. It's the process podcast, episode 405. Zach Watson, how is your day? Nice felt like it went went by fast
1: uh, i was sorry right. it was pretty quick actually nice That's a good thing pretty quick.
0: yeah see i slept yeah. in until
1: sleepy but 30 faster
0: it was nice and then i got out of bed and cleaned the kitchen made coffee had some banana on peanut butter toast for breakfast and sat down at around nine o'clock started doing some work and mm. it was nice <laughs>
1: That eight thirty, I was contacting. Oh the fact that, that you're really there for seven more, o'clock, really.
0: like, still blows my mind.
1: Yeah. I usually get there on average <laughs> around like six. My first alarm hasn't
0: even gone off at that point. My first alarm goes off at six fifty-five. Ah, uh, damn. And I'll roll that. out, turn it off, hit snooze for an hour. Oh my god. And then go back to bed it is amazing it's the perks of working at home that sounds fucking amazing
1: definitely later on in my career i want to be at that point for 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 a job i don't think i don't think traveling at least an hour and having to get up at like five o'clock and working right at seven. I don't think it's healthy I don't for anybody realistically think that's when, healthy, when you look at, at what a human me, is
0: built for, for. We're not built to sit in cars. We're not built to just move yeah. around in metal boxes all the time. No. I can imagine you like having a yeah no. Whether so. it's like your own modeling stuff, like your own modeling space at a house or something like that, it lends itself more to a house than an apartment, but say a house you like mm. you basically turn the garage into a mo- into a model making shop and you're like yeah. running it out of there like you're you could mm. say you're still working for Zorda say oh. by then you're like part owner or something as an example but you have like your at home shop that you can <laughs> yeah say a client comes in it's a smaller model overall you produce the model there instead uh, instead of having to go in it's like a like a remote studio almost that could be pretty cool.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I want like, yeah. you know to do. Yeah, know want to that? model making videos. You know how to do that,
0: you start making model making videos.
1: I want to be one of those YouTubers, model making. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out more like Bro, of like logistically of like okay, all those testing videos where I take photos. Or all the ones where like he's film. talking to camera,
0: where to or he's filming himself in the shop. That's all done on an iPhone. Yeah. An iPhone on one of those yeah. GoPro um That's true. GoPro flex scripts. And those are great. Like you can fucking yeah, the clamp flexible those anything. Like stands. I thought about getting one yeah. with a phone attachment. Cause like I've got the same yeah, idea. I, like those. I wanna make I wanna make art videos. I wanna draw more. I want to do more of that. How do you draw more? Well you sit mm-hmm. down and you draw. How do you, it's like you may wanted to make more models? I want to make more models. How do I do that? Well, you sit
1: down and you make more models. I like, I was thinking real quick actually, the live brainstorm of like, um, because I'm still in my room mm -hmm. figuring out like, I want more of like a permanent model making setup. Whether it's a separate desk or some sort of like, you know, a surface that's just like coming out of the wall that I can like, like a shelf where I can get brackets or something to hold it. But it's like freestanding and i can just whether it's at standing height or whatever um something where i can like like i said before if i'm doing it at this desk i gotta take all my shit off so i don't get any like paint or dust or whatever on the laptop put that aside roll this giant fucking mouse pad back work there and then i have to move it all after right that's kind of a pain in the ass okay um and i want more of like a permanent setup i can like put stuff. But I was thinking I'd love the idea of like a little shelf that's like work in progress shelf where you can put multiple projects that I'm working on. Because I like the idea of like sometimes Mm -hmm. I like the idea of sitting down like committing to one model. But then there's also a part of me where I'm like, I want to work on this maybe while that's drying or I want to take a break from that while I figure something out and then do something else and have like a few going on at the same time kind of thing. I, <laughs> I like the idea of like a shelf with like projects at the same time. You know what that reminds on? me of
0: is in Carly's old studio that she had before she moved. Like when we were talking to her, she was in her new studio versus or she was at her parents' place. But in the old studio that she had where she started YouTube in, she had this it's, It looks kind of like an easel, but it's way too big to be an easel. And it looks like a piece of chipboard hung between them with strings on it. And on those strings are like alligator clips, those big alligator clips, and holding, and on those alligator clips are like figure drawings and like work in progress drawings, so that they're always there and they're always hung up and they're always visible. Hmm. And that's another thing where I'm like, I've got all these ideas. But each time I want to, say, work on the scroll of strange or I want to work on a drawing, I've got to clear off the table, move a bunch of stuff, get it out, set it up, work on it, and then roll it up, put it away, put it on the floor, put it in the corner, and then go back to it. And I understand that, yeah, that's going to have to be done most of the time. But I like the idea of having some kind of a space where some of that stuff can just stay out and stay Mm -hmm. visible most of the time.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know.
0: Because then you're head. always exposed to it.
1: Yes, exactly. Even like, I
0: I might go to the extent of like pinning it on the bathroom mirror. I'm going to see that at least five times a day. I drink a lot of water. So, it's a good idea. Right? Or so like, you're right always, above the toilet. always in the
1: back of your head. Yeah, you're always your seeing
0: mind. it. You're always seeing it.
1: That's um, why I just like the idea of like a little shelf, like a free fro- floating shelf and like, just got like a few projects it's like oh here's like one model that's like primer here's one that's like half built here's one that's painted and it's waiting to be assembled like and so you have like different stages because sometimes yeah you're waiting for stuff to dry or glue or glue to dry then other times you're like trying to figure out what you want to do with it or waiting for things to get painted or um if you're like modifying it and you're like trying to figure out what you want to do and then you want to take a break from it and Mm -hmm. go to something else you know i like that that idea on the
0: topic of what i intended to bring up yesterday when we got Mm -hmm. sidetracked i'll bring it up now so that we don't lose so we don't get distracted again but oh i'm also rocking the speaking of getting distracted rocking the calligraphy pen again found the old box of ink cartridges that i had for Mm -hmm. it so slotted another one in there we're off to the races. It's very nice. It feels very elegant mm. as I'm drawing. Nice.
1: Must, yes, must do. And
0: before I explain this, watched a YouTube video last night from ProCo's YouTube channel featuring an artist named Tim Gula, Tim Gula. G-U-L-A-T-I-M. Mm-hmm. And it's like a nine, ten-minute video. And it's called uh, like automatic drawing or meditation for drawing, something like that. And this guy was a student of jack kirby back in the day the big comic uh-huh. guy and so this guy tim is talking about this exercise that apparently jack kirby would use um to like free up his brain so to speak when drawing so he's not getting like super worked up on doing specific things or specific pages and he sets it up very very simply and it has like the pencil and holds it in a very Ken way where it's very old school and designery and professional, very loose, very loose. Like it could fall out of his hand at any moment. It could spontaneously combust and he wouldn't know what to do with it, but he's got like this pad of newsprint and the newsprint got me as well. Like the idea of newsprint I was like, Oh, that's nice. You line Might have to order some, Mm -hmm. but he's got it there. It's on like a bit of an easel. So there's a subtle angle. And he just starts, like, drawing stuff. Like, it's, like, circles and little dots and squiggly lines. And since he's got, it's maybe, like, a 16 by 20 piece of paper, so it's big-ish. And he's got, a like, a large pe- this large pencil, so he's able to fill in large areas relatively quickly. But it it reminded me kind of, like, the fractal, abstract alien stuff that you see in Annihilation. Like those mm. little bubbles where they're going through is it the shimmer they call it something mm-hmm. like that? It reminded me a little bit of that, but the idea is that you just you you put the medium to the paper and it simply flows, and you do you're drawing subconsciously, you're not thinking about anything as you're drawing and it's just pure and it's expressive, and I like the idea of that as it's like running vinegar through a coffee maker you're descaling it or you're you're cleaning you're changing the oil in an, in an engine yeah. and it's like getting the juices flowing so i watched that video and i had to try it myself so i did like a i did it in pen which i don't think was the wisest decision because it was you could you can only get so many variants in the widths with it so it took a lot longer to fill up one mass of paper um than otherwise but it was fun it was very cool mm. um experience so i'll send you the video after but the reason i was on that channel in the first place ever heard, you know who jake parker is i don't know don't, so apparently so. he's he's like an illustrator animator drawer cartoonist comic artist person worked on uh horton here's a who did you ever watch that movie mm, no but i know of it okay you know of it Steve Corral, Jim Carrey. Good movie. He worked on that in the art department. He has a couple like self published graphic novel comic books. But he's considered the founder of Inktober. Oh. Because he is he was basically the first person to allegedly, anyways. He's he's seems to be relatively well credited with starting inktober um, where he thought of like a 30 31 day art challenge giving yourself constraints and it was happened to be in october so his constraint was using ink because it's something that he wanted to improve with his work thus inktober is born that's obviously the cliff notes version of it and there's a lot more that goes into it but he's got a youtube channel sadly it's less Populated now than it was a couple of years back. But over the last like two weeks, I've been kind of going back on some of his older videos and, and seeing basically seeing what's there and what he's talking about. And he has a few episodes where, and I like this format, where he's drawing something. It's kind of like Adam Savage, where Adam will talk about something, a topic straight to the camera, or he'll be making something and be talking about either what he's drawing or a topic in general, kind of like the one that we dissected last week. And this one video was um, like why you need to do a 30 day art challenge, not Inktober specifically, but giving yourself a set period of time, 30 days to focus on improving something that you want to improve. And as we approach the end of March, April 1st is on Friday, Like, oh, that would be a cool idea. What can I challenge myself to do for the month of April? That's the current idea. I don't know if I'm going to commit to it for April, but that's the idea that's stewing in my head. But it's not the capital T-H-E idea that I want to talk to you about today and get your thoughts on. This guy, Jake Parker, also has another video on his channel talking about It's called the Do 100 Somethings Project. and it's pretty like. What do you think that is based off that title?
1: I say that same as like a thirty-day challenge, except a hundred days in a row. Interesting. Or doing something a hundred times.
0: Yes, second one is more correct. I'm going to say, the idea is that it's not. It's not. Um, you don't get immediate gratification from it, so it's not. I don't even think it's confined to. It's not confined to a time period. First off, the goal is to do 100 of one thing, and that can be as loose and as tight of a constraint as as you want. I've seen some videos from other artists where this one girl, Jess Carp, who's an illustrator, she draws 100 animals, and she draws them on like a, a big long piece of paper, long as in like 20 inches long, maybe eight inches high so it's got this cool look to it but they're small they're like maybe the biggest one is like the size of my palm right so nothing like super super huge and crazy it's not like she's doing one-to-one size drawings of these creatures but you draw 100 of one thing and you remember struthless the australian Mm guy he's always said that some of the best art advice that he got when he started his career, where he kind of had this art mentor who was like a sculptor, painter guy. Um, basically, pick a subject, pick a medium, and draw that every single day. And Struthless does that for a year picks an ibis, the bin chicken, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, feathered bin rat, as it is colloquially termed, um, and draws that for. A year, basically. And out of that, it's a creative exercise because you're challenging yourself to come up with different things each day, but you also simply get better through that act of consistency. Now, for me, looking at the... I like the idea, and I want to attempt the 100 things challenge from the perspective of doing something 100 times. Yeah. Not in 100 days. I'm looking at it more of a, like of a year of like six months to a year long project. So this time next year, if we're still alive, that's a bit morbid. This time next year, when we are still alive, we'd be looking at hopefully a hundred pieces of work from, of whatever. It's the whatever that I don't know what it is specifically, but thinking about it in the context of like, SKS, the Strange Kanga Studio idea, that mentality of what's something, and I'm thinking about it not just in the physical piece of art that is created, but the documentation of it. You know, there's a video in that. There's also things that can be created from that artwork, whether it's physical, digital, like the idea of stickers, making something out of that, making prints out of certain ones that are more successful, turning it into like a and illustrate like a drawing book, being mm-hmm. able to flip through them as a, as a, as a project, as a, the 100 project, whatever it would be called. And it's not, it's intended, it's intentionally not a short project. The idea is that you're looking at building your skill set over a larger period of time as opposed to dedicating one month specifically to it right. and being regimented in that one month. Obviously, like, if you were to do Inktober and then you bleed out into the rest of time, like, Sean's done a sketch a day for, like, the last almost two years now. Yeah. And that's because he's a beast and a machine. But that's the idea. You start off with the intent to do one month, and then you carry that momentum onwards. But the way that I'm looking at it is, I don't know. I don't know what I want to do. I had an idea. I made, like, copious, copious notes. Opious notes, mm. and this Opious. is also why I wanted to bring it up here because I'm like Zach's good at thinking of things. I'd say
1: I, I just I had an idea for you. Just I mean, okay. first of all, I like the idea of a doing one thing a hundred times to improve a certain skill, mm. but I also like the idea. This could be at the same time or not doing a hundred things just to come up with more ideas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I pictured as part of the strange the scroll of strange yes is like on part of the scroll with a ruler you map out like a little you do like a a 10 by 10 one inch grid
0: 10 by 10 one inch grid okay
1: like one inch squares and it's 10 by 10 or mm-hmm. maybe a bit bigger maybe two inch or something i don't know it wouldn't be maybe 10 wide that'd be a bit wide but yeah anyways get um it. think and in each little box is like a variation of the logo oh and like by the end of it you might find a logo you like even more or at the very least you have a hundred possible ideas for graphics and shirts and lit and stuff like that that you can use
0: so is it a hundred logos or a hundred Iterations of the thing yes. that's on
1: my leg. Yes, 100 iterations. Oh. Wow, if that's even fucking possible, or it could just be 100. It's absolutely logos.
0: possible. It's it's the possibilities are limitless. There's endless possible. You know,
1: what I like is it's exactly why Bruce got us to do the like pick one car f- and sketch it 50 times.
0: Oh fuck! It totally is. It's just
1: 100, not 50. It's just 50, like, instead of 100. It's. Yeah. The idea of like, I don't know where I, it was definitely like an art or design related video, but I don't know where it's from. But I remember someone saying like, I don't know the exact quote, but something about like how, you know, to get to the point where like to to get quality, you have to go through a lot of quality, quantity. That's Christo, I'm pretty sure. Is it Christo? I was like, it sounds like a Christo thing, but it's a, Christo the idea of like.
0: Or, or maybe it's Crown Unfiltered, but I remember hearing. Yeah. That. I've heard that before. Right?
1: But the idea of like, it's ironic. Dude, we talked like, about it. We talked about it. Yeah. You hey, can't just right? do like quality off the bat, right? Like, you have to go through a lot of quantity and a lot of it's going to be shit in order to get that like one piece of quality, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like, that's literally Absolutely. why you do 100 like one thing a hundred times. Like Yeah. You know, <clears throat> when when she, when Bruce is like, no, not fifty different cars because you'll be too caught up with trying to pick what car you can do next. Pick one car, draw it 50 times, do a few different viewpoints, but it's the same car fifty times. Mm-hmm. You can change little design cues here and there, sure. But overall design's gotta change or stay reasonably the same. But just do it fifty times. <laughs> and you learn right Makes it's sense. it's muscle memory it's you know the idea of like just practice right like number 50 is going to be <laughs> no my number one was the best but that's because it was rushed <laughs> though but like you learned more by the end of that 50. yes you know most of them are garbage but like that's the point
0: because yeah, exactly. at least
1: now you know you know why they're garbage
0: that's the that's, right? and that's the learning experience of it right
1: that's the learning experience and it's like it's funny because like when i need to get give myself motivation to do things i remember i'm like okay well i know what i'm capable of like i did those 50 in one night was it a good idea or a pleasurable experience no but i know physically and mentally i can do 50 in one night so 100 really isn't it's that bad terrifying right that's two days that's two nights (laughs) but i wouldn't do that that's like rushing to the point where you're not necessarily getting a good learning experience from it because you're just rushing Mm -hmm. um i love the idea of doing something like it was funny like at work building this giant table right and doing this like laminate stuff on the side and the boss and dave are like doing it and it's like they're they haven't worked with that material before they just watch a youtube video and like kevin our boss like they kind of messed up a few times yesterday and they're like oh like the guy in the youtube video made it look so easy and i'm thinking i'm like well yeah because that guy's done it like a hundred times yeah he didn't go and like fucking record the very first time he's ever done this be an idiot, right? Like he's done it like hundreds of times. That's why he can do it and make it look so easy. Mm-hmm. But you can't just watch it and expect to be at that level of quality and that level of ease on the first try.
0: Yeah, it doesn't work. No
1: one's that special, or that talented. It doesn't fucking you matter. Do
0: it at least a hundred times,
1: at least, right? I actually that just remind me of like a. You know when you get weird memories that like really stick with you, yeah, and it's like. I've got to...
0: Memory of a dream I had when I was like six years old, and it's still with me today. Yeah, I
1: had one when I was like three or four. That was a nightmare. Whoa. um What was it? It was, I, I'm like, I woke up in the middle of the night and it was like really cold, and like the windows were open, you know, like in like a horror movie or like an animated movie, and the windows open, like the curtains are f- like blowing in the cold wind. <laughs> and there was yep. the fucking Cruella Davila, whatever from 101 Dalmatians. No way. But like in the animated version. <laughs> because that was the movie right that was the old animated movie and she's like standing mm-hmm. at the bottom of my bed and then she like rips the covers off me and then i woke up oh that scarred me as like a third like it's like a three or four year old yeah
0: as a 23 year old very different still scares me No, um, abruptly rips the sheets off of you but <laughs>
1: um but you know sometimes like memories just like huh, interesting memory but it stuck with me i remember in first semester third year auto with good old Ken good old Ken and when uh, Brandon was in our class oh yeah and all of us are like learning to actually draw cars like not just you know having junior gears feedback but we're you know learning how to draw a car and all of us are garbage like we thought we were half decent and like the, the cars are really bad and we're putting up the wall and then Brandon puts his car on the wall and yeah he did like Way less quantity worked to everyone else. Ken would always be like, yeah. I want more, you know, but the 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 quality was insane, especially compared to ours. It was like holy shit, like it looked unreal. Mm-hmm. And I remember one day, I don't know if it was me and Seb or someone asked him, It's like, how the hell maybe even Colin was like, How the hell do you like do you just do that like that quickly? And he mm-hmm. literally just said, It's like, you know that ten thousand hour rule? Like, yeah, he's like, Well, I spent like two summers straight just doing this, I'll do it. And it's like, Fair enough. Was that for school that he did that,
0: or just out of his own will to practice?
1: Out of his own will practice, I think. Interesting. And he still bails on the program anyway. <clears throat> and then he just changed his mind because it wasn't what he wanted to do. But fair enough, you know, yeah, fair enough. But uh, yeah, it's like it's more than a hundred times, but it's you know do anything a hundred times and if you're still not good at it like either it's something that's really insanely difficult or it's not for you yeah pick something else you know but like hundred should be the minimum if you're like wanting to draw draw a car you draw one car a hundred times or just draw a hundred cars by the end of it you're going to be at least a little bit better at drawing a car yeah at the bare minimum if you're trying to learn you'll be way better you know Try and do anything a hundred times. Exactly. You know. Um, That's what yeah. I've thought
0: about too. Like, I'd like to get better at the artistic side of drawing, not just design sketching, mm-hmm. but like fusing the two of them in a medium that I like and then a medium that I'm comfortable with, which is like ballpoint pen and ink, and I know I like that. And it's not just doing a painting; it's it's just a different form mm-hmm. of expression. So. What those hundred things are, I'm not sure. I'm going to have to think about that a bit more and brainstorm it, but I'd like to at least start that in like the next two weeks to give it a realistic time frame. Give myself a chance to like think about it a little bit, figure out some pretty sweet. subject matter and some productive constraints. Because like you said, if I said, oh, I'm going to draw cars, I'm going to draw a hundred cars, and then spend half the time thinking about which one I'm going to pick. it's yeah going to be the same thing where if it's say it's animals because that's probably what it's going to be let's be real picking a specific species of animal not just everything because then that's just a great way to get lost
1: draw like a hundred skulls
0: oh skulls that's dope okay fuck with skulls that's actually a really good idea. hundred skulls. That's a really good idea. I'm sure online there's got to be
1: like a, a a randomizer list of animals. And you just hit it and it brings up a random animal. Oh, that's true. Too. And then you probably just like, oh, and then look at a picture of what the skull looks like and draw the skull. Oh, the sc- animal skulls. Yeah. Oh, fuck. That's what I just said, right?
0: Yeah, I thought you meant skulls as in like human skulls. Oh, I
1: mean... That, but I was like, animal skulls. Like, that's true. You know, find a way, like, this, like I said, it's got to be a randomizer or something that's just a random animal. Hmm. And then, like, find and then, and then just look up what their skull looks like and sketch that. Smart. I'm going to do that. That might yeah. be it, to be honest. Again, be like, it. perspective and line weight plays a big part. So you get that design point of view, but also, like, and the texture and, like, scratches hmm. or detail like that like or shading like a bit more and being anatomically correct and That's thing. yeah yeah that'd be kind of cool and then by the end of it you've got like a hundred skull sketches that you could like scan or like bring into illustrator and now you've got like a hundred potential graphic ideas oh fuck <laughs> you goodness. know what i mean so it's oh, like not only shit. like learning from it and be get say you want to get better at drawing skulls like animal skulls you'll be better at it by number 100 but also Now you've got like all this work that you can use for anything else to do with the brand that you want, right? That's so
0: true. I like that idea a lot. I have to pee really badly though. Fair enough. My bladder's exploding. So yeah, if I appreciate that and appreciate the ideas. I'm going to think about it some more and uh, send us an email to hi at bigdesigncompany.com. You can also visit the website www.bigdesigncompany.com or send an email to hi.theprocesspodcast at gmail.com and Zach Wasser. Yes, sir. What's our Instagram? Process underscore underscore podcast. Nice. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening. We'll see you tomorrow. Peace. The process. Right. For the process. Some creative assembly required.